1: And Bust the Brown Gang! Buster gang Buster Brown, and all the, the Bust Brown, is the air. We laugh the crowd, We away. Come on, everybody, the, the air. <laughs> Hello, kids, hello,
2: mother, hello, daddy, hello, grandmother, hello, granddaddy and uncles and nieces and nephews and cousins and brothers and sisters and pets. Hey everybody, this is your old buddy in and all these big Buster brown gang. Squeaky him out Midnight the Cat, Grandy the Talking Piano, and Froggy the Gremlin out here in Hollywood all ready for another good old Saturday. Hoop em up. And now, since we haven't had a Grandpa song for quite a while, let's start off with the one so many of my buddies have asked us to think, Grandpa can fix it, huh? <laughs>
3: Fixing man for all our neighborhood. He fixes things so good.
2: I bet you wish you could. No matter what the trouble is, he knows just what to do. Now here is mighty good advice for you. Now if you have a thing around the house that's out of whack. Cause bring it to my grandpa, he can fix it Now maybe there's a hole in your old vacuum cleaner back Cause bring it to my grandpa, he can fix it When mother's vacuum cleaner wouldn't have run or clean the thing He pushed a little gadget and you should have heard it sing Why the doggone thing ran backwards, now there's dirt on everything Bring it to my grandpa, he can fix it now, if you'd like to know why your piano's out of kin, just bring it to my grandpa, he can fix it. And when he tears it all apart, you'll find out mighty soon. Just bring it to my grandpa, he can fix it. Now when our old church organ broke He took along his song And fixed that good old organ up Without a single flaw And then they sang a hymn And it played turkey in the straw Bring it to my grandpa He can fix it And boy, oh boy Old Smiling Ed can fix it too Kids, kids I have a big surprise for you. Listen, we've got another swell, super special, and brand new Buster Brown colored comic book already for you. Yes, sir, and what's more, it's free, kid. Free to every one of old Smiling Head's buddies. Yes, sir, all my buddies like the first three comic books so much, the swell folks who make Buster Brown shoes want Smiling Head's pals and sweethearts I have another one. And say, kids, just wait till you see it. All in color, jam-packed with exciting stories and the funny songs like the one I just sang. So scoot right on over to your friendly Buster Brown Shoe Man today, kids, and tell him,
0: Mr. Shoe Man,
2: I'm one of Smiling Head buddies, and I'd like my free copy of Smiling Ed's own Buster Brown comic book. Oh, you betcha, kid, that's all you have to do. And say, buddy, you better hurry before all the comic books are gone. Because old Smiling Ed wants every one of his buddies to get his copy. He betcha. And now I'll put on my roller skates and kick a tune on my bottles. I will, I will. Froggy, you know this isn't the time for you to kick a tune on your bottle. Why do you aggravate me like that? Because I'm a gremlin, I am, I am. Well, I guess that's the truth. You try to behave yourself, young man. First, I'm going to tell our big play-acting story, and then, listen, I have a big surprise for you. Oh. What is it? Well, you just wait and you'll see. I'll bet it's that funny-looking little girl outside of as us. Froggy! Now, you keep still. I want this to be a surprise. My I come in now? No, no, not now. Oh! Oh, <laughs> yeah. my goodness. That little girl is going to ruin my surprise. I think I'll start our big story right away before she lets the cat out of the bag. No. Midnight, I wasn't talking about you. Everybody keep still now while I tell our story. Well, kids, I'm going to tell you another story of Pegasus, the great winged horse which belonged to Zeus, the great god of ancient Greece. One day, as Zeus sat in heavenly splendor high on Mount Olympus, he contemplated with satisfaction his people on the earth below. Oh, ho, 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 ho! See them now, will you? Scurrying about like the tiny ants at their feet, hurrying
3: to and fro, going about their little tasks which seem so important to them. And yet I love them, my little people. For the world would be a dreary place without them. There now. There's a happy family, sure enough. Right in that little village on the seashore. See them? Working in their rose garden? Ah, well, I'd better get some work. Now, let me see. What did I planned on doing this morning? Oh, yes, yes, of course. I was going to hurl some thunderbolts at the city on the other side of the mountain. Those people haven't been making their offerings to me lately. <laughs>
2: And so the jolly god, Zeus went about his work, and the happy family in the seashore village went about its gardening.
4: Mother, see this rose bush? Isn't it beautiful? Yes, Aran. But look, it must be pruned. The branches grow over long. Oh, yes, they are too long. Well, Father.
3: Uh, Yes, Aran?
4: Will you show me how to trim the rose bushes?
3: Boy, of course I will, Aran.
4: (laughs) Oh, my husband and son. Great warriors, both of you. The people still speak of your deeds of valor, and here you stand trimming roses.
2: And so, as you see, everything was peaceful, and the family Zeus watched was none other than Kassara and Cylon and their son Aran, who once tamed and rode the great winged horse Pegasus. But Zeus was a rather careless god and he failed to look over the earth very carefully. He did not see the fleet of small, skin-covered boats which landed far down the beach from the village, nor did he see the fur-clad men who climbed out of them, carrying bows and spears.
3: Bola, all of the boats are landed now? Yes, God. all of them. You're sure you counted them? I have counted them, and now the men will carry them into the forest and hide them under the trees and bushes. Ah, good. We may want them to return to our country if we do not capture the village. But I think we'll be successful.
2: The men will fight like demons with you to lead them.
3: Uh, We will capture the village without trouble, I am sure. Then with the people who serve us as our slaves, we can live in ease and comfort here for a long time. This is a rich village. Come, prepare to march.
1: A barbarian horde
2: and landed on the beach just a few miles down from our village, and the peaceful inhabitants entirely unaware of it. Well, kid, the battle was short, and the Greeks were quickly captured. Many of the Greek warriors fled to the forest so that they could carry on the fight later. Young Aran was one of these. Finally, many miles from his village, high on the slopes of Mount Olympus, he fell asleep under a great tree and he didn't see three gray, gaunt shapes slinking toward him under the trees. Meanwhile, Zeus sent his thunderbolt against the people of that distant city.
3: Oh, ho, ho, ho! There, now, I think that'll punish these city people about enough. Perhaps now they'll make a few more offerings to me. Now, let me see. What did I do with that last thunderbolt? Hmm, what's this? Oh! What a fool I am. I've knocked the front pillars out of my own temple. <laughs> well, perhaps it's Oh, what's this in the forest of Mount Olympus? A lad sleeping. And wolves creep up on him. Why? It's the lad of the rose garden. Why, have... oh, I'd better look at that village. By my beard, look at it, overrun with barbarians. And that lad in the forest, why why does he look so familiar? Of course. He's the boy who was crippled. The lad who turned into such a great little warrior when I loaned him Pegasus. Why then, that's the answer. Pegasus! Come, Pegasus, you go to aid a friend again. Hmm? Oh, what's that? Who? Oh, wolves! Wolves! And they're closing in.
4: I wish I had a and arrows. Ah, i found a stone. Now then, Skulker, we'll see if I can hit that hard skull of yours. There. At least I've made you retreat, but how long can I keep this up? I cannot kill the wolves with stones. I can only drive them back. But soon they'll gather courage and attack me altogether. Then I'll be... What is that sound? seems familiar to me. Why, it sounds like... No. No, it can't be. But it is. It is. Pegasus, my beautiful winged horse. He's come back to me. Pegasus, here I am. Oh, Pegasus, I'm glad to see you. What about your neck, a golden bow, and the golden arrow thunderbolt to Zeus? Well, we'll know where to use them. <clears throat>
2: And so Pegasus, the beautiful winged horse, came again to young Aran. But back in the village, things were not going so well with the people. Aran's father, Silen, was one of the first prisoners to come to Greece. He was taken before Galt, the barbarian chieftain. Well...
3: And who are you? I am Thylan, Greek warrior. Warrior, eh? Uh, it did you little good. It is hard to fight cowardly rats who enter a village toddling without warning. Furthermore, we were outnumbered ten to one. But there are many of your fur-clad savages who will never fight again. Silence. Bola, why is this one brought before me? He's a troublemaker. He was caught trying to get the prisoners to break their prison and fight again. A rebel, eh? Well, we'll take him into the public square and shoot him with a hundred arrows so that these Greeks shall know it is dangerous to cross Gulf of the Barbarians. All right. tie him securely to the post. We will take no chance on his escaping. You want your eyes covered, Greek? Oh, I am not afraid to look at death. Uh, Have it your way. A hundred archers drawing their bows to shoot you is not a pleasant sight. A much more pleasant sight than your ugly face. Uh, Go away from me and let your archer shoot. Ah, your insulting tongue will soon be sealed. Now then, silence! Archers, stand in your places. Knock arrows. Aim carefully. I want him riddled like a porcupine. Draw your no, bows.
5: Boy, it's
4: don't don't quickly before more soldiers come that is father oh, father it is you they were about to shoot
3: you run again you and the winged horse saved my life quickly boy untie me we must get away and plan the rescue of your mother and the freedom of the village
4: oh, there you are free father hurry mount just behind me he'll no carry us to safety
3: all right ready I'm on it.
4: All right, Father. Up, Pegasus. Up.
3: Now, my son, let us plan.
4: Good. I am anxious to free Mother. Have they heard her, Father?
3: No. The women are doing the cooking and serving for the officers of the barbarian army. But as yet, no harm has come to them.
4: Well. I have my pegasus and a quiver of thunderbolts. What can I do first?
3: You can do much, my son. I have been thinking. In the forest, here are many Greek warriors. Now, I will round them up. Could you and Pegasus fly into the village and pass a message to the prisoners? Oh, with ease, Father. What is the message? Here is my plan. Your thunderbolt can blast open the prison and the armory. Our warriors can arm themselves and
4: prepare to fight again. Oh, they could easily, Father. But, well, there are many barbarians. Would the men get to the armory or would they all be shot before they could run to it?
3: That is where my little forest army will come in. Necessary. BDW void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Out to fight.
4: Oh, it is a good plan, Father. Pegasus and I are ready.
2: And so the little army was gathered. Aran, on Pegasus, tossed a note into the prisoners telling them of a plan. And the great cheer he heard as Pegasus flew away told him they would be ready. Gulf, the barbarian, did not know their plan, but their tactics made him wild. Uh, a confound them, Bola. More dead
3: soldiers in the streets. And that's not a lamp. arrows that come from nowhere, shot by no one. They skulk in the forest and come out at a time to shoot one arrow, kill one soldier, and then disappear. There's more than that, Big Island. Already 50 of my best soldiers are dead. We must stop it, Bola. You must find these forest fighters. But, Galt, I've been trying to tell you. They want us to fight them. Here, a message was shot into the village on an arrow. A message? From the Greeks? What does it say? They challenge us to a battle. They say we're cowards and afraid to fight in the open. Cowards? By the gods of our forest, I'll show them. Uh, Does the message say when and where they will be? It does, Galt. They'll be inside of the village. The long plain that borders the forest of Olympus a mile from here. At sunrise tomorrow. All right. Call out the men. I will dispose of these fools myself. But you will not take all the men? Most of them. I'll leave a guard. What can the prisoners in the village do? Nothing. (laughs) Nothing.
4: The the barbarians
3: come. Yes, they come all right. And in far greater numbers than I thought. My little band will be hard put. But if we meet them and quickly retreat to the first line of trees in the forest, we may hold them off. i had better go to Pegasus and be off on my mission. There is not a moment to lose my son. And Durant, there can be few barbarians left in the village. Tell the men to clean them out quickly and hurry to help us. I will, Father. And you can
4: count on me for help, too. (laughs) now Pegasus. Steady. Ah. Here's the prison. Look, I must strike the great front doors with a thunderbolt to blast them open. Yet, I must be careful not to bring down the building and kill all the prisoners. Steady. Steady. Go. Ah. They come. This way, men. To the armory! On, Pegasus. Here is the building. Steady, Pegasus. Steady. Go! On, men! On, and going to the battlefield! Pegasus and I will take care of the guard. Here's some more guns. On, Pegasus. On!
2: and so brave young Iran freed the prisoners and sent them to join the battle suddenly a soldier ran into the village crying for reinforcements, and Iran realized he and Pegasus were needed on the field of battle and then he realized that his quiver of thunderbolts was empty quickly he drove Pegasus to the ground he snatched up a common arrow remounted and urged Pegasus toward the nearby battle
4: on Pegasus, on, faster my white beauty. Oh, I hope we are not too late, and I hope my plan will work. Not a thunderbolt left, but perhaps with this arrow... Well, here Pegasus, down, down quickly. me. Pegasus,
5: seven. Oh, oh, stop your fighting! Barbarians, listen to me.
2: And as the great white horse flew swiftly down close to the ground, young Aran fitted his arrow to the golden bow and drew its out, pointed straight at the barbarian horse. The bearded fighters looked up in awe at the boy on the great flying horse, and the fighting stopped completely. When it was quiet again, Aran spoke of it.
4: You have all seen me before. You have seen the tremendous power of my terrible thunderbolt. Throw down your arms and surrender, or this thunderbolt will be loose among you to kill you all in one burst of flame.
5: Throw down your arms.
2: And awed by the terrible thunderbolt and the great white horse, every barbarian quickly threw down his weapons, and in a short time they were captured. Then, Aran and Thailand hastened to the village to rescue Kasara and go to their home.
4: Oh, my brave son and husband, how happy I am at your victory. I have prayed to Zeus to be back with you soon.
3: It was all the doing of Iran, Kessara.
4: Oh, no, it wasn't, Mother. It was Father's plan
3: and his courage. Then let us share the honors, Aran. But tell me, why did you capture the barbarian? Why did you not simply loose your thunderbolt?
4: Oh, that was no thunderbolt, Father. It was only an arrow. My quiver was empty. I bluffed him.
3: Now, who is the courageous one?
4: Well, I'm glad the fighting is over. Perhaps now Pegasus and I can... What is that sound?
3: Pegasus! Come, Pegasus. Come back to Mount Olympus. Pegasus!
4: Pegasus! Oh, there he is, going higher and
3: higher. He he leaves me again. Yes, Horan, he leaves you again. Come, Pegasus, back to your golden stall on Olympus, for no mortal can possess you. Come, Pegasus, to the halls of the gods. But you little Horan, who knows? But that someday you will again ride the great winged horse to another adventure. Come, Pegasus.
2: <laughs> yes, sir. I knew you kids would like that story. And now let's uh... let go, come in now. No, little girl, not now, not now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. That funny little girl is going to give everything away yet. I wanted her to be a surprise. Now I'll put on my roller skates and kick a tune on my bottles. I will, I will. Oh, Froggy, I'll let you kick a tune on your bottles in a few minutes. But first, I've got shoes. I've got shoes. Everybody's got to have shoes. But there's only one kind of shoes for me. Ooh. Yes, <laughs> All my buddies can have those good old bust-up brown shoes, And my buddies are not going to forget to skedaddle right over to their friendly butter. And now, Froggy, if you have your roller skates on, I guess we'll let you kick a tune on your bottles now. Let's <laughs> come them in now. No, no, little girl. Oh. <laughs> nah. oh, dear. I guess that little girl is ruining my surprise. Whoever heard such silly giggling? I want to take a tune on my roller skates. I do, I do. Well, now, wait a minute. I just... You you need to get mad about it. You might just as well go ahead then, Froggy. Now, set your little bottles out there on top of the piano. Uh, I see you have your little roller skates. Oh, they certainly look nice on your little bust of brown shoes. Oh, dear. I I wish you kids could see this. Froggy the Grimlin is sitting a lot of little bottles in a circle out there on the piano. They have water in them and that's what makes the different tones on each bottle you know some of them have a lot of water in them and some have just a little uh, froggy are you ready i'm ready i am i am okay go ahead yeah that's me that, oh my isn't that
1: cute
2: sir. Huh? he shakes around that circle about Look, when he kicks a bottle, when he skates, it makes a tone. What if we can figure out what he's playing? (laughs) Listen, you get it, kid? He's playing pop goes the weasel. I'm a good tune kicker. I am, I am. Now, look out, Froggy. Don't try to get too fancy there. You flip and fall. I never fall. I don't know y'all. Look out, look out. This are too (laughs) fast. Oh, my goodness. I knew you were going to fall. Oh, be I fell down. I did it. Well, you shouldn't have been showing off that way. I'll I will. I will. What are you going to do now, Froggy? Put on another bottle or two? I'll break them all. I will. I will.
5: Quit that, Froggy. Quick, quick. we up those bottles. <laughs>
2: Well, what in the world will I do with that little old gremlin? The idea of him losing his temper like that. Well, I'm glad he's gone. Now we can kind of settle down and be quiet for a while here. Must
5: I come
2: in now? No, no, little girl. Not yet. Oh! <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> Land sakes! I guess I'd better bring our announcer on to tell us where to get Buster Brown's shoes and then let that funny little old girl come on in here before she breaks up our program. I'll bring our announcer on right now. Come on in, Mr. Announcer. Yes, Violent Ed, I'll tell your buddies how to find the store that sells Buster Brown shoes. How oh, it's easy, kid? Here's
3: all
1: you
2: have to... do. Yes, buddies. we've got to know right where to get Buster Brown shoes. And now let's...
5: come in now? No, not yet.
2: Ah. <laughs> yeah. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You can come in now, little girl. Well,
5: <laughs> make up your mind.
2: Oh, for goodness sake. Well, come over here, young lady. Uh, who are you anyhow? What's your name? My name is...
5: <laughs> Giggles.
2: You're Giggles? Well, why do they call you Giggles?
5: Because
2: I... <laughs> well, do you always Wait a minute, you got me doing that now. <laughs> Well, aside from your giggling, uh, you seem to be a pretty smart little girl. Oh, yes,
5: I'm awful
2: smart and tall. Well, I'll see if you are. Let's try a little arithmetic here. <laughs> arithmetic yes. All right. Now, let's see. How much is three and one, Giggle? Three and um,
5: one?
2: Yeah, three and one. <laughs> well, what is it? Three and
5: one are five. Oh, of course not.
2: Three and one are four.
5: I got so so her for.
2: Oh, for goodness sake. I think she's kind of screwy there. I I don't think you know much about arithmetic giggles. Let's put it another way. Suppose you and I were out fishing now, and I caught three fish, and you caught one fish. How many fish would we have? You caught three fish. That's right. I caught one fish. That's right. How many fish would we have together?
5: We'd have six fish.
2: Oh, giggles, giggles, giggles! You're wrong again.
5: Well, what kind of fish were we catching?
2: I don't know. Maybe we we're catching trout. Oh well, <laughs> no wonder! I've
5: been figuring on goldfish. What is this?
2: Well, I can see very plainly you know nothing about arithmetic. <laughs>
5: yesterday in school, I learned how to write. I did.
2: You mean you learned how to write yesterday in school? <laughs> you
5: yes, yes. And tomorrow, I'm gonna learn how to. Read.
2: Oh, for goodness sake. Well, I'll tell you, Giggles, you go back to school and learn how to read. And when you do, I'll give you a brand new shiny nickel. I'd rather have a dirty old guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for
5: goodness sake. <laughs> well, well, my goodness.
2: She's not the funny little girl that's ever been in here. I, I kind of hope she comes back again, don't you, kids? And now... You betcha. And now has everybody had fun around here today, huh? <laughs> oh, that's fine. Okay, buddy. But be sure to tell every kid you meet about our program next Saturday because we're going to have some big doings in here. Don't forget church and Sunday school tomorrow. And be listening next Saturday from this little tune from Hollywood. When you hear it, go a-running. His Buster Brown Gang came to you from Hollywood. Stories and direction by Hobart Donovan. Ed McConnell's material is written
3: by himself. Included
4: in the cast were June Foray, Joe Field, Ken 1050, Wendell Mobile, and Conrad Vinion. It's Lark Fredby speaking, this is NBC, the National
2: Broadcasting Company. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.